Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day, and welcome to the next episode of Just Just One One Thing. Thing. Just One Thing is the podcast of MindfulLiving.today, and you can find us on Facebook at The Mindful Couple, and we have a great Facebook group that has a lot of people contributing and making really uplifting posts, and it's uh, Mindful Living Today with Lisa and Brad. We would love for you to join us there. Today's episode is going to be Do Some Art. <laughs> and a lot of people think like, do some art. I can't do that. I, can't I stopped do art. doing art when I was in first grade. Right. But I'm going to talk a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about why you should do some art, how easy it is, how important it is, and how much happier you will be if you just sit down and do some art. And I think redefining maybe what art is well, because I think we all have this yes. idea of art and. You know, when you say art, then you get that panic. So, of. so you really embraced uh, do some art over the last yes. year, uh, yeah. and particularly at this stage of our life when you're looking for new things to do, and right. you know you're in a rut and you're trying to find things to make you happy. You have really just like gone in headfirst uh-huh. to, to doing some art, and right. and I will say reluctantly at first, <laughs> maybe not kicking and screaming, but you've pulled me along with you uh-huh. into, into doing some art. It's been very, very fun, very powerful, and very happiness producing. Uh-huh. So. Why don't you talk a little bit about what you just said about redefining art. Talk a little bit about what you've been doing and how beneficial it's been. Okay. Um, I I first came across this stumbling block Mm -hmm. about art when I started um, uh, meditative drawing, which I was taught as Zen Tangles. Right. And what I recognized through listening to the instructor that taught me, and then once I chose to teach it, I recognize that as soon as you tell people they're going to do art, mm-hmm. they get this. Pa- they have a panic attack about it, and they, and they say, "Well, I'm not creative. I can't draw. I can't paint. I can't. Right. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't." And so I found that what was most important, and this became particularly important mm-hmm. for myself, as as you say, I continued on this artistic journey, was continually reminding myself and those that I work with. That can you do it just for the pleasure? Can you try this experience right. simply for the pleasure? Well, and I know with the with the the Zen tangles, you call it mindful, mindful drawing. drawing. Yes, you're not really aimed at producing something. No, it's just the process of making repetitive right. strokes on the paper that sort of brings you into the moment. Right, and you really are focused on the process, right. not the Nothing outcome, has nothing to do not with the, the product, which right. is very very different. Yes, yeah. yes, it really is. And even for myself, um, I've always I've always been creative, but um, I started doing an uh, an art journaling program right when COVID started. And the first project I did, did the project and cut it out of the book. I mean, I was just that upset with the finished product. This is just horrible. I don't even want to ever look at this again. And really, that was when uh, that it really hit home. Like, why am I doing this? I'm not doing this to be Picasso. I'm not looking to hang my art on my wall. You know, similarly, I know... I stopped doing art probably, well, I took art all through school, right. but but particularly drawing. Uh-huh, yeah. I wasn't, I, I was okay at drawing, but it was really difficult. And I had right. really had to spend a lot of time. If I just sat down to sketch, right. I would, like, for example, i say, well, that doesn't look, that like, doesn't a, look, that doesn't like, look like a cat. Right. <laughs> so I just right. didn't want to do it. And it right. wasn't, you know, I know a lot of people think that you get criticism from teachers or peers or whatever that makes you stop. But for right. me, it was always like, 
that didn't look like what I wanted right, it to look like. So right. it didn't meet my standard. I'm like, I don't want to do that if it's not going to be something it's that looks pleasing. It's not going to look pleasing. like Picasso, right. So. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I think the first thing um, about this whole process of being more creative and and adventuring into an artistic area. And when, and when I think of creative, I think of being something new, something that nobody's ever done before. But but think of what creative really means. It means to create. To create, exactly. It, it's just something that whatever you do, it's unique to you, and you are creating right. something that is touchable, that's seeable, etc. It may not be most the most innovative, because right. I think a lot of people equate creative with innovative, right. but it's the process of creating. It's simply it's the making process. Something. It is yes. really, really the, the process. And I like to, you know, one of the things I like to do when I um, approach people that tell me they can't do art is I try to find materials that people have never worked with. So they can oh, have no expectation right. Right. that it's going to look like a pair or a, a face or whatever. And that really helps. Mm-hmm. But I think really, um, you know, just recognizing how joyful being creative feels to you. Uh, and maybe even think back about when you were, you know, did you love playing with Play-Doh as a child? Or did you like mm-hmm. chalk, sidewalk chalk or finger right. paints? Or maybe you liked humming songs. Right. I mean, it can be songwriting. It can be it can be anything. Well, um, and I know for me, because we'll talk a little bit later on about the drawing class that right, we took together, right. but I was never particularly great at drawing, but I always liked you know, working with pottery and clay, right. or okay. I like doing sculpture and I like right. doing that thing. So there are there are other aspects to art that are not just uh, yeah, painting and drawing. Right, yeah. right. As I say, it could be music, could be right. learning a new instrument, it could be cooking. Uh, you know, our son Justice is, is a sushi chef and one of the things he loves about it is the right. creative process. The, the way of, it sits on the plate and it's prepared, it's actually an edible sculpture it is. in a way. Yeah. It is, yes. So, you know, when you think about... Uh, when we talk about art, I, I would like to expand that to to be creative. You know, that really is what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Take the time to, and it might be writing. You know, maybe maybe it's trying poetry. It could be gardening. It could be gardening. Right. Exactly. It's something where you are just allowing your body and your mind to create something. So that I think that's the first piece. Okay. The first piece is allow yourself to redefine what you think of as art or, or being creative. Right. And I know when you. I'll use the term again, drag me into the drawing class. I was a little reluctant because I had expectation. Right. And I wanted it to look like, if we're drawing a cat, I want it to look like a daggone cat. Right. Um, So I think even though I I was successful in making the cat look like a cat or a pot look like a pot uh, because the drawing class was very, very good. It gave you a lot of... You know, nuances. hacks and nuances right. and tricks for making things look real. Right. right. Um, the fact that I was actually um, not concerned what you what you told me was don't don't worry about what it looks like Out, when you're done. Right. Just focus on what you're doing at the moment right. as the instructor takes you through right. this journey of right. creating this right. particular picture. Right. Yeah. And are yeah. you enjoying the journey? You know, right. that, that's the whole reason you're doing it is to enjoy the journey and um, and and finding that thing that gives you joy without expecting that there's going to be some kind of well, momentous and, outcome. <laughs> well, and, you know, w- the focus of this podcast is always just trying to be a little happier. Right. And right. one of the things that uh, I think we've talked about in the past a little bit is, is the concept of a flow state. Right. You know, where you're basically in the moment so much that all of the cares and worries of the day just drop away. Of, yeah. And it's sort of a sweet spot, usually between... Uh, it really requires uh, uh, intense focus. Right. It's almost too much for you, but it's it's just the right, right. challenge that you're you're enjoying the process, right. but 
but you're not frustrated. But, you're focused, but you have to pay enough attention right, right. that I can't think about other things. Right. And right. I think for many of us, because we haven't done art in so long, right. it very quickly takes you into that flow state. Yes. So there's yes. an immediate sense of happiness that is that is wrought by this process. Right. And plus, even though you're not really focused on the outcome, I think you'll be surprised at how pleased you are with the things that you can create if you commit yourself to creating some art. And just yeah. enjoying the process. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's there's so much research, uh, you know, about the benefits of, mm -hmm. of uh, exploring creative endeavors and keeping your creative mind stimulated and alive. Absolutely. And I think it is something that's so easy. Um, and, and I, and I, I don't mean to, you know, riff on teachers, but, but it's so easy for teachers to, to, to extinguish oh. that, yeah. that even accidentally, accidentally even, with, even right. with the best of intentions. Right. Yeah. Right. It's so easy to, to discourage a, a young child. And then you carry that with the rest, you know, through the rest of your life, you're like, I'm not artistic. I'm not, I can't do anything because, you know, your third grade teacher said you forgot your ears on your cat or what you know like whatever a tree can't be red <laughs> right well yeah i can't can in my head exactly exactly so um so you know and there's lots of um i think the other thing is whenever i thought about being artistic you know like mm -hmm. following some kind of art thing I, I, like everything to me was big like well it, it, let's just say i'm i'm choosing to paint mm -hmm. and um i'm just going to paint and i'm not going to care for the outcome like if I've got 90 big canvases, what am I going to do with 90 big oh, canvases? Right. Um, so sometimes to me, I think it's easiest to start if you haven't been creative and you haven't uh, explored art, start very, very small. Well, and I was just thinking, I know when you started doing art journals, right. you, you immediately said, ah, oh, it's like, it's like a lot of space There's to fill up. <laughs> so you shrunk them and you made like right. tiny little I, art journals. Well, I'm journals, thinking right. of the same thing because I'm looking at a little tag here on our on our desk. Right. You know, don't think about doing a like a two by three foot painting. Exactly. Like get something that's postage stamp size. Right. Just do a tiny little painting right. and focus on the minute detail. Right. It's, and it's so much easier to fill that hole. Well, and it takes less time Absolutely. too. That's the other yeah. thing. You know, frequently, I'm on several um, art uh, groups in Facebook. And the one thing people complain about is, oh, I just didn't have time. I didn't have time. And I always write back, do something really small. Sure. Like I, that's one of the things I loved about um, the Zentangles and the meditative drawing is I always start, my paper's four by four inches by four inches. And, and I'm going to put in a plug real quick. If you look on our website in our store, yes. there's a whole coloring book of your of my drawings. meditative drawings yes. that are just fantastic to, to color in and that kind Thank of thing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, I, I, like a four by four piece of paper, four inches by four right. inches, I, I don't have to, it, it can't, it can't take me 20 minutes to fill that because no, exactly. it's tiny. So that's the other thing, you know, is, is think of a ways that you can do something that's very small. Maybe it's, I don't, you know, there's so many things like paper weaving to me. Well, an, an example, we took, we did this drawing, drawing program class, together. Right? And the first thing we did, we took a standard, I guess, size sketchbook. Right. But you divide it into like five or six, six. you know, little, little tiny rectangles right. and you, you do your drawing there. And, right. And so it's something that you can accomplish very quickly. Right. It's easier to erase and change things. Right. When they're very small. And it's just as a much better place to start if you're beginning. I mean, you're not going to be Rembrandt. You're not no. going to do a painting That's the, the size point. of a right. wall. The point is not to right. be Rembrandt. It's, it's to do art. It's to do it's art. It's to be in the it's moment. It's to be creative. It's to be happy in the process of creating and, and no matter how it turns out, to look at right. it and say, wow, I know, did this. I did art. I, yeah. I took time and yeah. I was creative. And and to me, the, the going small, the advantage is that it's just, to me, it feels very threatening to have a large 
piece of paper, right. a large canvas, a large well, just whatever. talking about art technique in general. You know, I it, it's difficult for me to draw. Oh yeah. But the drawing class you said if you if you're on a circle, you know, use a compass. Right. Or trace around the outside of a glass. You know, that gives you a nice circle to start with. There's no rules right. in art about what's cheating. There's not, you have to, there's right. not cheating in art unless you're actually copying and somebody else's painting art or something then, like that. Know, if you're trying to sell it, that's one thing. Right. But trying trying to copy it for yourself, right. that's a whole other thing. Right. Use a ruler to make use a straight line. Use a ruler line. to make a use straight line. Use an eraser. Line. Right, exactly. <laughs> Sketch very lightly to start with. Use your right. eraser. Like one of the things like, I liked about our class was we like draw eyes. Like uh-huh. Not a, not the face, right? Just just like right. here's how to draw eyes. You know, can you? So could you draw a flower and, and just just one flower? You're not looking at drawing a garden, right? You're not looking at you know. You're not even looking at detail. Maybe you're just looking. Could I get something that looks like a flower? You know. So I, I think that it, it's so much less intimidating to work small and and to me encourages that sure. that quick enjoyment of a creative process. And I think, you know, that in time, you may even want to carry a little sketch pad around with well, you. you. And you, you do like, art right. all the time. Because right. there is right. so much benefit from, yes. from that creative process and yep. capturing the moment. Right. Not only what you see, but being immersed in that moment by, by trying to capture right. it in an artistic right. way. Right. So, did, did, we, did we cover everything you wanted to talk about? Because this was your topic. Yeah, I came up with a bunch of topics. It's been a while <laughs> since we did this. And I think, you know, I, I'm usually the one that says, hey, how about talking about this? Uh, right. And you say, no, that doesn't, I can't, I that can't doesn't, talk about that. that doesn't float my boat. But you said art. I can talk about I, doing some well, art. Well, I think because, as you said, it's had such a big impact on me over the last four or five years in particular, uh, especially through COVID. Well, well, and I think also, you know, we were talking this morning, we were walking about how how much grief people are experiencing, yes, not just yes. because loss of loved ones through the pandemic, but also loss of the things that you of, of did every life, day, the right. things that you typically did. That, right. and, and, that, and that loss, that feeling of loss is grief. Yes. And the immersive creative process of doing some art has tremendously helped you oh, yeah. with dealing with grief. Well, and that's, yeah. you know, that's another great, you, you can actually start a grieving notebook sure. or whatever, you know, that could be your art and, and, and get a small, you know, get a small sketchbook, you know, right. they, they come small and, and devote, you know, if I'm feeling sad, what am I feeling the most sad about maybe about this whole pandemic thing or like whatever, sure. right. you know, whatever it is, can I, can I just put black on the page or can I find some pictures sure. in a magazine and glue them on or, or right. draw anything, something, anything. Anything, absolutely anything. So if you're going to tell somebody just one thing to get them to do some art, oh boy, what would what would you say? I would say, be brave okay. and do it. Be brave, um, and and as I keep hitting on, just just redefine what art is. You know, Excellent. art art is not let go of the expectation that if you're sitting down to do something. It has to look like somebody took a snapshot of it, because that's, I, you know, I always think of the little boy that um, that uh, I taught snowboarding. Yes. <laughs> and you know, it, it, snow, and, and even it's been, like when I was teaching women in their forties and fifties snowboarding, it's the same thing. I said, you know, your snowboarding that I'm going to teach you, we're going to go like inch ourselves down the slope at like. Like such a like slower slow, than walking speed. Yes, it's slower than walking speed. Don't have in your mind that you're going to be Sean White no. the first time out. You know that that's that that's like something else. Yes, and this is something else. Right, and and so don't hold Sean White in your head when you're starting to do snowboarding. You know, just think, well, this is something that I'm doing with right. my body, Perfect. for example. And this is 
I'm just creating something. I'm just creating I'm something. I'm not Norman Rockwell or right. Pablo Picasso. So. Right. Yeah. Get some crayons out. You know, if you like to color, get some crayons like you, you know, like just when you were a kid and get a coloring book. Doodle, yeah. Just get a, get an old timey yeah, kid's coloring absolutely. book. You know, it doesn't have to be. Uh, Wonderful. You don't have to spend millions of dollars on supplies or gigantic things. It could be something as simple as, as a, you know, a Cinderella coloring book and a Brand new box of 96 crayons or whatever the big ones are. Love the new crayons. Love the new crayons. Right. (laughs) Okay. I think we've said it then. Do some art. Do some art. Until next time, this has been Just Just One One Thing. Thing.